It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. With her amazing sound effect work. <laughs> neat, neat. Really good. Thank you. You're I'm going Mi- to a Foley class. <laughs> nice. You're the Michael Winslow of this podcast. Oh, I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, very excited that uh, this uh, podcast uh, has a sponsor. Whee! Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash pop. That's P-O-P. Pop, uh, like pop my culture. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So uh, go to their uh, page and download a book. It's pretty cool stuff. It's a great way to get reading done without having to read. Without having to read. There you go. (laughs) You can impress your friends. So thank you, Audible. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, also, uh, we uh, mostly are funded, in a sense, mm-hmm. uh, by our listeners. Our lovely listeners. Thank you guys so much. Every time you support us, it, it really helps. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so if you uh, want to make a donation, any little bit helps, you can go to our website. PopMyCulturePodcast.com. Click on the donate button there and uh, take it from right. there. Uh, we do give a shout out to people that donate on the air. So, hey, uh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a couple people to thank really quickly before we get to our guest. Uh, I, I don't really feel like doing this. I'm going to bring out my friend here. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't feel like it either. So whatever. yeah. Okay. So let's, uh, let me see if I can roust uh, tiny Catherine Hepburn. Oh, uh, hello. What, where am I? Oh my God. You're in my pocket per oh, usual. Oh, hello, Mr. Stratton. Oh God. I was having a dream. Do you know what I was dreaming about? I was on a yacht on the Riviera. It was a beautiful spring day. I, I was going to go golfing as soon as we hit shore. And then you woke me up. Yeah, well, you know. I can't I can't do this today. You want me to do the thank yous, right? Yeah. We... I can't I can't do it. I don't have the heart for it or the energy, but I, I do have a friend that could do it for you. Yeah. Oh really? Now, let me oh she's in my trouser pocket. One second. Oh wow, it's an even tinier Catherine Hepburn. Yes, this is tiny tiny Catherine Hepburn. Go ahead, honey. Hello, it's it's me. Tiny, tiny Catherine Hepburn. How oh, you're so small. I'm very tiny. I hope you can amplify my voice, as I'm sure you can hardly hear it now. I'm yeah, so small. Well, John's brought it up. It's actually at the exact same level as tiny Catherine Hepburn. Can you so. do this in post, John? Can you do this in post? Yeah. Okay, great. Now, uh, let me see. I've got a list. Wow, this is a very big list for my little body. I'm just walking on it's, the list. It's leaving. four people. Okay, all right. I just mean the size of the paper. Gotcha, yes. My it's body it's size. rather big. I'm very small. Mm. You know what my pants are made out of? Uh, I don't. A baby's sock. Oh. I cut it up. I sewed it myself. Interesting. You know what my blouse is made of? That same baby sock? That's correct. <laughs> I figured. It's the same pattern. That's how you knew. Great. Anyway. Let's, uh, let's thank some people. Okay. Dear Robert. Oh, thank you for the memories, Robert. You have a kind soul. I can tell by looking in your eyes. We can pretend that I've looked in his eyes. Yeah, of thank, course. Thank you, Robert. I'll call you Roberto after a young pool boy I met once. That's a different story. Now, Ian. Oh, Ian. Ian, you're a smart guy, and I want to tell you something. That girl you've been keeping on the hook, dangling, reel her in, Ian. She's ready for love. Duncan. I believe it's pronounced Duncan. Oh, Duncan. 
Well, thank you, Duncan. It's very nice of you to support uh, this podcast endeavor. I'm not quite sure what it is, but I'm sure you're a lovely person. Anyone that gives of themselves, I've always thought, is very generous. A generous spirit leads to a generous life. Of course. Now, Melody, you know what? A pretty girl is like you. Get it? Like a pretty melody. A pretty girl is like a melody. Yeah. I'm quoting. <laughs> oh, when Cary Grant and I were working on our, our third picture. All right, uh, 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 tiny, tiny Catherine Hepburn. Uh, yes, Here, yeah. uh, uh, here's, oh. a Ritz, here's a Ritz cracker. Oh, it's huge. Yep. Oh. Enjoy that. Oh, I think she just, I think oh, I inadvertently disturbing. killed tiny, oh, tiny Catherine Hepburn. We'll just, we'll pick it out with a, a toothpick later. Sure. She'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you so much. For donating. <laughs> uh, if you like the show, you can uh, send us an email. Info uh, at popmyculturepodcast.com. And, you know, if you have any guest suggestions or yeah. you just want to tell us Shoot something about shoopies. yourself, go for it. Yeah, yeah, we'll write you back. That's a new rule. If you write us, please tell us one fact about yourself. There you go. I Done. like it. <laughs> and uh, also, please feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us a lot. Yep. Indeed. Well, let's uh, let's get to our guest, shall we? If you like podcasts, you'll like this podcast. Yes, exactly. Welcome our guest. Well, here we go. Our guest today, she's the host of the totally lame podcast. Elizabeth <laughs> Lame is here. Hi. Welcome, beautiful. Thank you, beautiful. <laughs> Shut Thanks up. for having me. Oh my me. gosh, we're so glad to have you. This is so exciting, right? It's good. It's a, it's a podcast crossover. Yeah, sort of like in comic books when all of a sudden, like the X Men show up. In Captain America's world. Right, yeah. I or wasn't only... there one with Andy Griffith where, like, Goober showed up somewhere else? Maybe. No? <laughs> I'm thinking it's more like a, a lesbian porno where we're scissoring. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> and then this guy's just watching. You stick with watching. your comic books. So I'll stick with what I know. <laughs> that's, that's the truth of comedy. It's just, like, what you know. You know? That's the funny thing about it. Well, we're delighted to have you here. Thank you. At this table. And we have a lot in common. This is at a table in my house. Yes. You're at a table in your house. Indeed. You we have, have a, a husband lot in near common. you. I have a husband near me. Difference is, yours is a lot of talk. Yours is silent. God, you're, so you're already smarter than me. We like to think of John as this, the C of the podcast. The C is silent. Wave hello, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah. How do you do it? It feels like there's like a big, warm, like <laughs> cushion over here, uh, just a wall that you a, can bounce yeah, into. Yeah, you can and, slam into. If you're angry, you could uh, hit it. There's nothing. Can't talk back because it's yeah, a wall, buddy. We actually built a sound booth just around John. We're not in it. <laughs> He's in a booth. It's a force fail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have yeah. to edit that sound out in post. Why? Because it's distracting to hear the force field. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, I mean it's con- it's happening right now. Right. Yeah. I right. thought I thought literally where my mind went was like, oh, is that copyrighted you have to or something? That out. Oh my God. <laughs> you know how podcasts you got to be so Jonathan careful. Force field in is sitting in his living room, going, "Hey, oh, did you just sound. say Nike? Because we have to edit that out." I'm Johnny Forcefield. Nike on our I'm show. taking these kids to court. No one pulls a fast one on Johnny Forcefield. Cole, I'm glad you put tape over your T-shirt logo. For this. Just in case. Yeah, I just case. put tape over my nipples because that's what I know. Well, that's your nipples are you know, insured for quite a bit of oh, money. Oh, man. Oh, man. I was just thinking I'm wearing a bosomy top today when we were talking about it. But I was going to remind it, but we, hadn't, we didn't talk about that on the podcast. That was a private conversation. I just for the first time looked at a woman's boobs and like felt... 
dirty skeezy about there's it. There's a lot shelling. Like I just looked. Did you see? And then had my I, I had the conscience All you thought see is to like look away because it was too much. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. No, you couldn't. There it is. That's the stare. She's what, just we'll, we'll have this She's music. Basking. We'll have music in the background. The whole podcast going. Is that your porn music? It's, it's my Cole hasn't watched the porn since the it's like since the thirties. Porn music. Like. <laughs> it's the old like va 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 boom sound from oh. cartoons in like the thirties. Oh. Double penetration. <laughs> 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 Uh, oh, boy, speaking of nipples, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I don't yeah. know how that's a that's good. No, she has two. Uh, she does. Uh, she got in a car accident. She's okay. Have you heard? I've heard. Where was she on PCH? Yep. I believe yep. Pacific Coast Highway. Highway takes another one. There it goes. You know these stars in their fancy cars? They just can't learn to drive them. Can I ask you guys something? Because yeah. I actually had this thought. I okay. thought now. Is this another step on the Lindsay Lohan spiral, or mm-hmm. did she just get into a little bit of a a car tussle? I think she just got into a car tussle, but now the spiral's established. Into- so whatever happens, well, except is on for the, the fact that she crashes more than the stock market. I mean, she's constantly. Boom. Thank you. She's <laughs> constantly. Oh. <laughs> The Dice Man's on the podcast. Cha cha cha, boy blue. Um, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. But the uh, sketchy thing, well, I felt the same way when I heard it because at first I was like, "Oh no!" And then I found out she wasn't hurt because I do. I mean, you don't want anyone. I don't want anyone to get hurt. I just feel ever. like it's like a fool me once, shame on you. Fool me a hundred and thirteen times, <laughs> shame but on me. But there's no drugs involved. I think she's just a sort of you know irresponsible person. But this could happen to anybody. But the sketchy part was from the accident report. The semi driver that she rear-ended or whatever happened he was he didn't know who she was and she got out of the car. that is sketchy yeah wait what is up with that because it's Lindsay effing lohan you fucking semi driver work for an hourly wage that's what went down um but the little assistant scurries out of Lindsay lohan's car and he starts grabbing things from the car the and putting them in a bag a big pink bag and then he covers like the semi-truck driver's watching him and he covers everything in the bag with clothes and he runs up to the driver and he goes don't tell anyone about this bag and then he got in an escalade and drove away and it's like the most poorly run sketchiness like anyone else would be like just sneak like, the drugs out and go away like who says don't tell the police about this bag at the it was just scene. full of dvd copies of herbie fully loaded <laughs> that's all it was he's like we don't want to be caught with these oh, no. she bought them all to try to get the sales up <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I don't I know. I would it's admire her if so, she did that. If like she was that focused on her career. She wasn't supposed to be driving anyway. Oh, she wasn't? No, she was they I were going to like they were going to like drive and she's like, "No, nope, I'll drive myself." And like rented this like car and then I think it's a Porsche or something. It. Oh, Porsche. right, cuz the the Marilyn or the Liz, Liz Taylor thing that yeah. she's working on, the guy was like what the fuck? <laughs> I took a risk. <laughs> and now, oh, that's who I was really thinking about, that production company. Yeah. Poor Lindsay Lohan. I mean. Man, you guys, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I watched Parent Trap, the oh. remake recently. It she holds up. had chops. Yeah. Yep. It holds Real up. Real bummer. And Mean Girls. I mean, she's oh, done great so stuff. Great. Man. She it's just, I hate like, when there's actors like that that you're like, five years from now, they might not be around. 
You know what I mean? Like with the, what just do you the mean? spiral, like, like 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 what? Amy Winehouse, like what whole, happened to Amy Winehouse? <laughs> she uh, she she dropped out. John of protects me. I think she's living on a farm. Somewhere. Oh, good with she's my daughter Romeo. A, yeah. She's getting a statue. Did you hear that? Like they're making a statue. Like, yeah, they're like making a statue that's going to be in like Camden and we the should UK. all be so lucky. Right. Just kidding. So, um, what does the statue look like? I, I'm I'm guessing Amy Her Winehouse. It's made from hypodermic needles. <laughs> Pete Doherty made it. Doherty? Yeah. I don't know how to say his name. Well, that's a lot of sad people we just talked about. Hey, right. one more to add to it that you, oh, just, no. you just jogged my brain. Shannon Doherty doing these fucking... Oh, the, the show? show? Well, no. What? Wait, isn't this... She has this reality show? Oh, okay. First, okay. First, what just went through my mind is that you were going to say <laughs> oh, this show, like this show. No. And I was like, oh. Ladies and gentlemen, no, Shannon Doherty. No, you mean Doherty. the online college commercials? Is that what you mean? Yes. That's really upsetting. It is so sad. And she looks tweaked out on those she, like something is going kicked. on that had to get her through that commercial but she has a real i think she has a reality show now too yeah about like her third so, marriage or some some like wedding drama that's fine the reality show i'm like okay i can see you landing there but when you see someone doing online like college <laughs> like i'll like, do that hey guys i went through some rough times but and it is like it that. got rougher in fact it continues to get I'm, so I'm rough in the middle of something right now <laughs> currently you're watching me Ooh. scrape rock bottom oh so. <laughs> <laughs> sign up for classes or whatever oh shannon doherty well way to keep milk in the system on some level hey we're gonna take a quick break here for another word from our sponsor audible.com this podcast is brought to you by audible.com the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than a hundred thousand downloadable titles of Whoa. all types of literature featuring audio versions of many new york times bestsellers so if it's on that list it's probably on audible.com and it's probably good p.s exactly uh for our listeners audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their yeah. service there's a lot of great books on there uh one audiobook to consider is red shirts a novel with three codas by john scalzi because it's narrated by will wheaton that's right that's nerds right. get double nerded with a book and a nerd superstar there's other great things on there game of thrones mockingjay tons of stuff like that 50 shades of gray oh god i know vanessa's into that i should have done that as an audiobook yeah you should because then i could have done whatever else okay then for a free audiobook <laughs> of your choice go Hands to audible free 50 shades of gray oh, boy <laughs> for a free audiobook of your choice go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash P-O-P. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash P-O-P. Hey, here's something I've been wondering about. Whatever happened to that beautiful Irish woman from Touched by an Angel? She was all the rage for a while. Do you remember her? I didn't watch I that show. I don't. Wasn't that like Della Reese was on that show? And Yeah, not her though. No, I'm not confused Della Reese. <laughs> she was like, oh, she always talk like this. And she was the main, the main pretty angel that would like... And I, I remember I there was a buzz around her of like she is beautiful. That's one of my pet peeves though, is like when an Irish character is like a leprechaun Irish. You know what I mean? Like a, she was on an some angel. show, they're like, "Oh, how you doing then?" Oh, tee 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 like that, like kind of the most. That's just the way they talk. It's like go to Ireland, right, and then see how many leprechauns you meet. Am I right? There's so many though. They're overrun. That kind of ridiculous, disgusting miss. Misdone accent, like that's just so comical, like stereotype. Wait, were you were yeah. talking? To- that's her, Roma Downey. Oh, Roma Downey. Oh, what happened to Roma Downey? Well, let me tell you what's happened to her. Roma. Roma oh yeah, she's known for Bowered Hearts, guys, from 1997. Oh, is that what she's known for? In addition to Touch by an Angel, all filmography. Is she alive? 
Yes, she's okay. in uh, in 2011. She's in Keeping Up with the Randalls. She played Barb. Way to go, girl. Uh, and then 2009, Come hard... Dance at My Wedding. <laughs> right before that, she was the voice of Petra at Jesus' Side. Oh, that's what's going on. Oh, She's 2004, guys, she played Megan in Funky Monkey. Oh, Take it back. there it is. <laughs> Funky Monkey. Is he's he's one high-tech super chimp. I'll have you know. Matthew oh. Modine was in it. You guys, something went. Something is up there. Either she she be Cray. I think she be. I think she be Kirk Cameron Cray. Oh, Christian, that's what I see. Christian happening. Cray. Christian Cray. Guys. And there's a way to be Christian and not be Cray. But I think when you decide, maybe that's what the whole Touch by an Angel thing was. I mean, that was a very <gasps> spiritual show. Can we just really quick aside when this is done? Can we all go rent Funky Monkey and watch it together? Because yeah. here's what it's about. Please. Can I drink so much? Boy genius <laughs> Michael Dean. <laughs> Hey, it, gets, it sounds I'm great. Sorry. This is the plot summary. Boy genius Michael Dean teams up with a super talented chimpanzee. Not just a normal one. A super talented chimpanzee. And his caretaker to take down an animal testing lab. In exchange, the scientist oh. gives the boy some pointers on the girl of his dreams. Hey. Hey. a good deal. As someone who is very into taking down animal testing right? labs. Funky monkey. Funky You've monkey sounds right up my uh, alley. How did you feel about... The big monkey movie, Planet of the Apes. Did you see it? Didn't watch it. You would like it. Would I? I don't know. I don't like uh, typically, what would you call it, science fiction? Is sure. that what that is? We all, uh, but <laughs> I, I think I, it's an apt description. Sci-fi. <laughs> the, the, the sci-fi, but it has a lot of like animal rights stuff going on in it. Oh, it's hey. really, okay. It really got me emotional. Oh, I and like I didn't it. think I would connect to it film. at all because I was like, "Oh, great!" Like I don't like alien movies. I don't like no, no, no. Yeah, but I was like, nah, nah, "This nah. monkey!" You guys know what I meant when I was talking. Right. I did. We all know what I was talking. Speaking of good movies, you uh, guys, oh. what? you guys, what? Call the Guinness Book of World Records has just been optioned for the big screen. They're going to make the, the Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> into a film. Can you imagine being hired as that screenwriter and being like, "Okay." <laughs> I would like pick one storyline, yeah. like the longest nails, yeah. and be like, "That's this is our done. this is our book, people." You guys, uh, the world's uh, largest banana needs more screen time. <laughs> it's, it's been marginalized I in your screenplay. I looked at the script, and I uh, there's some yarn out there. <laughs> that is really weird. I wonder if they are gonna like Aaron Sorkin it, and that they would just zoom in, zoom in. It has to be like picking one I mean, story, uh, right? I, I don't know or, how. Like, how do, do you, you do you put oh. some sort of narrative, like some kids going around trying to see as many record breakers in the Guinness Book or of World Records. do you put like, the narrative like around that, the okay, I can see qualify that. it as a record? Like, that's a good team. The team at the Guinness Book that have to go and visit and say if it makes the record or not. There's the movie. Or what if... That's just the Englishman who went up a hill and came down a mountain. It's what if movie. the movie itself wins the oh. Guinness Book of World Records for putting the most Guinness, Guinness Book, Book of, of World Records? The most storylines yeah. into one oh. movie. I'm seeing Cameron Diaz. <laughs> I'm seeing Rachel McAdams. I'm seeing Day Scarlett Johansson. I'm J-Lo. 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 And Bradley Cooper. <laughs> then it gets the Guinness Book of World Record records for the lowest box office performance Oh, of you have any to end film. it so sad. It was a beautiful, happy, uplifting montage I, movie. Okay, I can't picture anybody at a movie theater when the previews are going and um, seeing a Guinness Efron Book of it? World Records movie and be like, oh, I'm there opening day. I just don't see it. Did we all have the book as a child? The book uh, of the Guinness Book? Yeah. No. No, I don't think oh. I had. You well, did? I think we, we had it poor? at my we school. So I think I looked at it in the library so at my school. And stuff. Okay. I don't think I actually owned it. I had Encyclopedia Brown books. <laughs> Oh, that's as close as it got. Yeah, no, that's good. Thanks. <laughs> they had facts in them. 
at the beginning of the chapter? I would spend lots of time with Guinness. Yeah? Do you have any favorites that you remember? A nail. The nails. Really? Oh, the the curly people nails? I was always interested in the curling part of the nails. We do. We do. And also, you render your hand useless. Yeah, you have decided this is what you're doing. And, not to mention... Those things get heavy. Oh, God. And you dirty. Those, the man with the longest nails, because I used to be interested in him, they had to put his hands in bags, and he just dragged them like the nails, because it's like he was carrying around trees. I'm not making that up. Like, He's burlap Walking around, around muttering, this is my life now. Why have you done this? I love freak people. Yeah, me too. Man. Did you see? Uh, do you watch TLC, like the freak shows ever? Um, yes, from time to time. Last week, man with a 200-pound tumor. <sighs> this man weighed about 120 pounds. Plus 200 pounds of tumor. That is a big tumor. Blah! It was so bad. I can usually handle any of that. Like, I Where can... was it? Um, India? No, no, on his body. Oh. <laughs> we can edit out the part where I sound a little bit racist. <laughs> it was on his side. Like, but you okay. I mean, it, at that, at 200 pounds, it's kind of everywhere. You know what I mean? Like it's... Well, it's like a buddy. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Ooh, do you have a picture of it? Ooh. See, what? see, oh. that's what we're dealing with. Okay, <laughs> he looks like actually... Job of the Hut, and I don't mean that in a no, bad but way. He but looks normal. How? Um, I'm just curious to know. Okay, what I'm looking at is a very small, yeah, Malaysian-looking yeah. man who just has basically. A seal, a sea lion, yeah. um, laying oh, you know, you next know what it to looks him. Like a, um, a sea cow. What are those? Manatee. A manatee. A manatee. It looks like a manatee. And nice impression, though. It's really spot on. <laughs> I'm a manatee. Not like I'm oh, a manatee. Stupid. How does it get that to that point? It was a well. I'm a little fuzzier on the details because I was having some cocktails while I was watching this at like midnight. I was like, oh, I just need to unwind, and I like to unwind by watching horrible things that I think that's probably not going to happen to me. Out of all the things that could, make a drinking game out of it. <laughs> Every time they show his gross tumor, take a drink. They tried Does to get it off of him. Yep. sever it. Did they? I would hope. I was drinking. Did he die? I think he's okay. Can you look at the result? That's a whole lot of. This, sorry, this picture. Can I see? Well, they put That's a nice tumor. little headband on it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like when people have really ugly babies and they put those huge flower headbands on them to take their newborn I pictures. I know, but I feel like I'll probably do that just for How safety. How does it get to that point, <laughs> though? Because you think your baby is pretty. But you've got to How get does a good it get to a point where your tumor is 200 pounds and then you're like, all right, maybe it's time to take it off or try to get rid of it? Maybe they're from like a, a village that yeah, doesn't have probably from a village. access to... Tumor chops. Tumor chops. <laughs> I mean, here we got a tumor chops on every corner. But we forget that like that's just an American thing. Like, we're so blessed to have so, so many blessed. tumor chops around. You well, know it's what else? Tumor chops on the West Coast. East Coast, it's Hardee's. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> Good oh, one. Yuck. Um, speaking of horrible things, yeah. you guys, since this is, I think that this is appropriate. Okay. Last night I watched my third episode of My Big Fat American. Oh. Saw it. Gypsy wedding. Gypsy wedding. The from, lesbian? Yes. Yes. From what I can tell, I just want to say that one actually was had yeah, some it was, sweet it had life some lessons. Heart but the other ones, whoa. Gypsies are horrible people. Well, and P.S., the first episode took place in Chesterfield, Virginia, about 15 minutes from where I grew up. There, no one, I don't think this is real. Like, 
There was no gypsy culture we knew of, but apparently they're kind of underground, but they're very flashy for me. They're very, very underground. underground. Terrible. Have Always you... cursing monkey paws. <laughs> <laughs> Gypsies have changed. They're a oh, lot they more about juicy now? couture. Oh. No. They're about bling, but they do they do run skimp. From what I can tell from the show, I'm actually, we were robbed by gypsies. Shut up. Where? In high school. In St. Louis. In high school? When I was in high school. You were robbed. Your our, home? The, the gypsies came to town, oh my guys, gosh. And, and did a... Uh, what's it called? They washed through. They did a wash where they just came in, Ravaged. stole everyone's shit, and got the hell out of Dodge. The Romneys. And so I was curious to see like what redeeming quality. You know, I'm sure these no. people struggle and like they need to steal bikes and people's like wedding rings and stuff. But um, <laughs> can you tell the two most yeah. traumatic things that were stolen? <laughs> My truck bike constantly. <laughs> But um, they are—they have the worst priorities. They are not presenting themselves well at all. They're horrible, horrible people. No, the second episode. Oh, what, what did no, you see? The what one where she is it on? Uh, TLC. It's got to be. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the lady if it was a true gypsy show, it would move networks all the time. Oh. It wouldn't stay in one place. Would, you're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> Clever. Did you see bleach lady that brushes her teeth with bleach? No, I didn't. She was like cleaning out her what? trailer. No, the, she's like. They're all, all the women are like, like kind of like real housewife style ladies. Like, yes. Like impeccably quote unquote, I mean, just like groomed and nailed and makeup. Like they're in full face all the time. But this lady is like cleaning out her mobile, what are they called? The vans? Yeah. It's like caravan. Yeah. Her little caravan and she's cleaning and she's like, the secret is, I think this is the one that took place in like my hometown. Um, like bleach. You can go to the doctor. It costs $200 to get your teeth bleached. It costs $2 for a bottle of bleach. It'll last you a year. You got white teeth and your house is impeccable. And she's like rinsing with bleach and she's like, can't swallow it while it's in her mouth. And then she spits it out and she's like, looks like, that's horrible for you. P.S. Um, but like, it's not going to do, I honestly think, well, first of all, I think they're inbred. Yeah, they I'm, are. I'm being really Well, they're gypsies. Racist. They don't have a lot of people to choose from. Yeah. But I'm, I've been personally pool. harmed against, but... Listen. You've been wronged. You've been I've wronged. Been wronged. Gypsy horde. It's a culture where the women are totally subservient. Yeah. The men can do no wrong. They don't lift a finger. The women do everything. The women are encouraged from the age of like two months old to, to be sexy, to wear no clothes yeah. and dance like you were fucking. <laughs> and <laughs> and it, the culmination of your life is like a young marriage to someone you shouldn't be with. It's your all cousin. About, yeah. <laughs> that just got out of prison usually. Yes. And you have to have a dress that lights up or your mom, your mother-in-law hates you because you messed up. If your dress doesn't light up. And at your wedding, <laughs> there's probably going to be a fight that will end in someone's face getting more disfigured. Right. Than and if not, then you had a bad wedding. Wedding. Like they always yes. talk about like if you don't outdo the last gypsy wedding. You're through in our culture. <laughs> You're through. That's good. It's very weird. You guys should watch it. Though. It's very I think I might need to. Though they sound like the Real Housewives by the impression you're doing. No, some of them are. It's like the craziest people, and they are just ooh. Cole, I really want you to watch it. I think, I think I'll have to now. Yeah. I, think I'll I don't know if you can get behind it, but I'd I'll love to watch for you it to. for science. Yeah, for science, for the good yeah. of mankind. I'll go out there for research purposes. I'll wear a white lab coat and have a clipboard the whole time I'm watching. That'll it. make it better. Yep. I want to ask you about notes. something. Me. Oprah. Oh, oops. When did it start for you? Good question, Vanessa. Um, Facebook loves Oprah. I do. I love Oprah. I'm going to get, can I get real? Yeah, I'd like you to. I think like 10 years ago, I went through a real dark time. Yeah. 
and she was Oprah, right? She now. really helped me. Like yeah. I, it was like a thing every day that I would be like, Oh, this is the thing I'm doing. Right. I'm sitting down at four and I'm watching other people mm. with shittier things than me get, get, have hope redeemed, mm-hmm. you know? 10 years ago, that's pretty recent to come to Oprah in terms of Oprah's wand. Sure. I mean, I think I was always certainly aware of her <laughs> presence. Of <course>. naturally. <laughs> but, just flipping around. I was spiritual, but not woman? religious. <laughs> Why does she have a show? Hey, wait, there's something to this gal. I do sort of feel like, though, her show started off very, like, um, Maury Povich-y. Oh, yeah. And then it, it developed into... The amazing humanitarian With the beginning of the Angel Network. Stage. That's yes. when it all started yes. changing. Yeah. I used to be super into Oprah. I did. Have you ever read her Kitty Kelly biography? I haven't because I. It's not Oprah endorsed. It's not. But I. I must want to. I would. Feel I mean, like you a should betrayal. read it because it's gotcha. exciting. I read it in <laughs> high school. Cole has all sorts of judgments <laughs> floating through that. <laughs> I, not that I had any. I, I lost all credibility with that. I could see with that gotcha. It was a total like. All right. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> sure. Yeah, read it. Don't read I, it. I Whatever. I see you, Cole. <laughs> no, I read it, and I think I was like in eighth grade because I had gotten into Oprah. Like it was like for me, it was that thing. Like I would get home from school, and that was like the hour of TV, and I would be doing my homework while I was watching it. But it was a Sure. Like it was the constant of like, this is what I can do. This mm-hmm. is what's on. And then I got like obsessed with like, how did Oprah become Oprah? And you know, you find out her history and it's like, yeah. she is like the Maya Angelou of Oprah's. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I would say, <laughs> well, that's a real brain fuck. Yeah. That's I don't a, think I ever came home from school and watched Oprah. You had different had What were you doing? I think I probably watched cartoons Pussy, or something. Like eating buff. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it goes. <laughs> You know, I'm off school now, so I got to get to work in the snatch mines. How's it going? Cole Cole wore like a miner's helmet and light to school. Hi-ho. Lucky you guys. Oh, I get it. All these pussies watching Oprah after school. You just just watch Oprah, dear. I'll do the rest. I'll take care of this. Next. <laughs> Is that a pretty accurate portrayal of your it's pretty much, Yeah, it's pretty much Because it took like this, too. Yeah. I was like 15 years old. My voice just changed. Hey into this. Oh, hope one day it straightens out. It's kind of normal. Algebra's typical, but <laughs> vagina, that's something I understand. I've got to study for my uh, SATs. That so. stands for, what's a funny vagina thing that's SAT? Slit. My Ass. SLITs. <laughs> Slit ass taint. There it is. <laughs> Slit ass taint. That's the big three of the downstairs. Wait, I have to tell you guys real fast since we're on Slit. Um, <laughs> I, okay, my friend had was pregnant with a baby. Ugly baby. <laughs> you looked at me like that, like it was one of those headband oh my babies. God. It was a baby? Her, she has the cutest gotcha. baby. Okay. <laughs> There he goes, judging, judging, judging. <laughs> okay. Anyway, she and her husband went to the doctor to have the ultrasound. To look at the baby. To look at the baby. <laughs> and while they were there and they were at the ultrasound, the, the doctor, oh, no. MD, goes, 
you want to know the sex? And they were like, sure. And he goes, well, you see that right there? See that slit? See the slit? Oh. She's got a slit. It's a girl. She's got a slit. See the slit right Ew. there? There's a slit. <laughs> Ew. And my friend, that I was, is so was like, dirty. can you please not call my baby's call vagina, vagina <laughs> a slit? You see your cunt? That's a girl. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> look at the cock and balls. <laughs> see the cock and balls? <laughs> Oh, okay. Thank you. I see her of a JJ <laughs> coming in grandly at this I moment. Would, I would respect. Wow. That's Oprah original. Oprah. Oprah's on. I had a friend in high school and, or in college, and we went back to her home like on one break, and we went through her things. My other friend and I were like, let's see if she has any old diaries. And Ugh, she... Girls. We're so fun. Um, but she... All of her diaries from like third grade and like she was uh she's probably listening sarah chandler <laughs> okay so all of her diaries from, like, this just got real weird no she's okay with it because we always talked about it she was like kind of present when we were going through her diaries like no i thought you were just gonna say kind of overweight no how would you go there <laughs> the way let me describe body her body language. in detail oh, this here's, uh, here's her email address yeah. and here's her facebook profile if you want to look her up and he could, well, you know, confirm with me. She's beautiful. But she signed oh, okay. all of her diaries when she, gotcha. when she ended it. She's gotcha. like, gotta go Oprah's on for every entry. Oh, really? That was her sign off. Oh. So it was like, I think Michael likes me. Today was boring. Oh, Oprah's on. Hey. Sarah. I like Aww. this girl. What's yeah, her she's name? Sarah Chandler. Hi, Sarah. Sarah. She's doing great. Looking great. She's, she's you know. Sarah Chandler. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I just pretended you were obese, Sarah, but you're not. Well, thanks for listening, Fatso. <laughs> Moving on. No. Uh, <laughs> it was darker than I wanted to go. <laughs> it really is. Speaking of, speaking of dark, uh, we're, we're going to be touching on this. Denzel Washington. Oh. What? Wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? All right. Well. For those of you who didn't turn off the podcast... We can uh, cut that part We're, we're going to be uh, touching on the summer movie season as we're smack dab in it. Uh, this past weekend, uh, Prometheus and Madagascar 3 opened. Uh, oh. Madagascar 3 won the weekend with 60 million. Prometheus made 55. Really? Um, yep. Didn't see that coming. Prometheus is R-rated, so it does take away some of the audience. And Madagascar being family, you can get a lot more. But um, uh, I did see Prometheus. And? And uh, I li- here's the thing. If you look at it as just a sci-fi movie, you'll probably like it. If you look at it as an alien movie, you will not like it. Ooh, John, do you agree? There's Shut not, up, John. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> it's sort of like John it's sort of an alien origin story, kind of, but it's not. It doesn't really do a lot with that. You keep thinking it's going to, and there's definitely creatures, but it's not like the H.R. Geiger like alien design that you've seen in all those other movies. Now I wonder if because like obviously everyone. Is saying it's the the pre pre cool. to alien, the alien alien the first alien <laughs> alien the first and his son aliens the second. But then, but then they're kind of being like, meh, no, it's not really. But do you think that originally that was the intention, and then they didn't execute it that well? So now they're kind of Ooh, being good like, question. No. I think it's literally like it's like an origin story in a sense, but it's not like. Their aliens don't really get screen time. It kind of like it sort of shows you how like maybe that species came into being. I guess you could say. Was Lindsay Lohan playing? The she aliens? was. Yeah. She, she, she just couldn't crashed make it to set. Everybody. She just couldn't make it to set, guys. Uh, but it's it's you know get the pink bag. Damon Lindelof wrote it. 
um, who did all the lost <laughs> stuff. And there's definitely some plot holes and some things that don't make sense and people that are do things you're like really would you really do that that's stupid but it's beautifully like it's yeah. gorgeous to look at the 3d actually i saw it in 3d the 3d technology is great in this it's really oh, immersive cool. um like they shot it in the 3d red cameras and stuff like that is so there a love story uh kind of but here's the other thing that's distracting about it <laughs> guy pierce is in it in incredibly old age makeup the whole movie what is john and shaking his head about it's the stupidest oh. <laughs> it's some of the worst old age makeup i've ever seen on film ever I think they just cast an old, an old guy yeah well now there's rumors that there's going to be like a prequel to this in which guy pierce will be the young but guy guess pierce. What? he could be playing a young person that was played by an old person there are yeah, more yeah, humans exactly. in the world it just looks if you see the age makeup it's, it's just looks. they should have gotten the guy so from bad. iron lady that was some beautiful age makeup wait is that the one with the van no. No. Oh. I saw a van the other day that was like crazy made up. It was or crazy like whatever van paint. Oh, yeah. The like a but wrap like, on it. A wrap. Yeah. Professional. And he was a makeup artist and it showed, I don't remember Maybe the it actress's is. name, but like her face half normal and then half like just crazy makeup. And I was like, that is a go getter. Was it Meryl Streep? Yes. <laughs> That's what she does when she's not acting. She just was like, you know what? I need a side project. Let's get a van. Yep. Let's put a wrap on it. And let's get me some business. Um, yeah, I didn't see Prometheus. Mm-mm. I did see... Madagascar 3? No. Okay, good. I was going to be sad. Draw something. I played Draw Something oh. free. And it has been telling me to see Madagascar 3 every five seconds on there. Yeah, it's a, well, that's why I paid the 99 cents at one point, so I don't have to do that. I can't, I can't yeah. justify that 99 cents. I, yeah. So, back to what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Um, I gotcha. Wait, what did I see? Moonrise Kingdom. Mm. And? I saw that as well. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very, it feels the, like the most Wes Anderson yeah. movie yet. It yep. feels almost self indulgently right. Wes Anderson y. Um, it, it's fun to watch, and there were some cute, funny parts. My main beef is that the main kid wasn't that great, which I feel bad saying because I'm sure it's he's a child. Work into his. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> well, they're both they're both cool. sort of untrained actors. Though so he's done other stuff, I think. But he has a speech impediment. Yeah, a little bit. What 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 else has this kid been in? Have I seen him in anything? No, I don't think so. I think he's just starting to do stuff. But uh, my my Boo problem with it was record. that like I thought it looked gorgeous. Like his shot composition is always amazing. Sure, um, it's always well thought out, which is why I thought. Fantastic Mr. Fox was so good because it was like that kind of aesthetic, but through animation. And I think it works better in that medium than it does in live action stuff. It's so, it's beyond precious, like you would it's expect. Beyond, it, precious. beyond precious. Well, just the movie. everything I've heard. Yeah. Oh, the movie based on the novel and yes, <laughs> pushed by Sapphire. Um, <laughs> that's what that's what Precious Two is going to be called. Beyond Precious. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's just a wit. <laughs> 
Never mind. <laughs> no. Sorry. I can't. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, I I liked watching the movie. What are like, all it, ideas for it, what that movie is? <laughs> Beyond Precious? What do you think that would be about? No, let's not go there. I was going to say, it was like a, yeah, I was going to, I should just say it because people might think that I'm saying things worse than what it is, but there's nothing worse. I was going to say that it was a weight loss story. Um <laughs> Stars Vanessa's French Sarah Chandler. <laughs> no, Sarah. And we're done. I'm just I kidding, Sarah. Done. I don't know you. I have no idea. I'm Sarah has a beautiful body. Giving Vanessa a hard time. Describe uh, it. Uh, strong. Okay. Pretty. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Medium height. Curvy oh. build. Okay. Real curvy. Beautiful butt. Oh, yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Okay. God, I'm so giggly. But to finish, finish up on Moonrise Kingdom, like, oh. I thought, like, I liked watching it, but afterwards, I was kind of like, eh. Like, I thought, like, the story had weird holes in it. It kind of falls apart at the end. Um, the performances are pretty good, but they're, you know, your, your quirky, weird performances that you get in a Wes Anderson movie. But afterwards... And I saw this like opening weekend at the landmark. Like people applauded, and some people were going "Bravo!" And I'm like, "Shut up! Come on! I get it. You like Wes Anderson movies? You're so sassy. You're you're an art house guy. Like I get it. You're not like, an art house guy if you're whoop whooping for an Wes Anderson. No, no, they didn't whoop whoop. They bravoed. Oh, bravo! Yeah, uh, yeah. That that's gonna frost my cookies. If I'm in a mood, is that good? No, you don't like it frosted cookies. It, oh should be good, it should be a good thing, but it's not. You just changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> what it's if I've been wet my cookies? Maybe. Crumble my cookies. Yeah. <clears throat> that's going to win me the lottery. Uh, wait, that's what? Huh? <laughs> Which is actually bad if you've yeah. seen yep. the lottery, lottery changed my mm-hmm. life. TLC again. <laughs> oh, man. There's a lot of horse. <laughs> I have a sad, sad existence. Woo. Oh, wait. I had this question in my head and it's gone. What were we talking about before? Oh wait, what com- what creams your cookies? Cream frost your cookie. <laughs> Ew. Ew, that's gross. <laughs> well, cookies and cream. Oh my no, cookie. the Bravo and the movie oh. theater. I don't even like people clapping. Oh, no, I'll I do went, it. I went and saw Follies at the Amazon <laughs> on Friday. It. Oh, which is it's you know it's great. It's a Broadway production. Um, but there are these guys behind us that loved the sound of their own voices, and after every number. They would go, and I'm not kidding you, and this is going to be kind of loud, John. Be ready. They would go, thank you. Ha ha, yeah. Woo. Whoa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bravo. Bra- like that loud. And Wait, everybody in our section was like, thank you to the, the performers? Yeah. Basically, like somebody just did a great song, a great number, and it's like, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Gross! Like you're the only oh, person there. Oh, it was so there. obnoxious. So this is a love letter to me. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Did you guys see a while ago the Will Ferrell movie? Uh, not E2 Mama Tambien, but the Cas uh, Casa de mi Padre. De mi padre. Did no, you guys see I that? Did not. Oh, I will when it comes. Got to talk to somebody about it. It's great. <laughs> that's not the one where he like all his stuff is out on the. No, that's no. everything must go. This is all in oh. Spanish. This is the Spanish movie he did, and it's man, he is really stretching his muscles, he sure right? Is. If, it makes me so excited. It feels very like uh, 
Three Amigos, you know, that kind of era of, of silliness and genre. And I, I haven't seen too many people. I haven't talked about it to anybody yet, so I'm excited to talk about it because it's like, oh, I hope if, if I was ever at Wolf Ferrell's level of being able to do anything I want, I'd hope I'd pick this weird thing that it's like, this is going to make me happy. Like, you can just tell. Yeah. That's like to make him so happy, nice. not to make a million dollars. Yeah, I wanted to anything. see it. It didn't play for very long. It's so great. Yeah, and it wasn't it, in many but screens, but it was yeah, really, I really I definitely enjoyed it. Seen it. Um, it was just something about like the silliness with abandon that was just oh, I lovely. Like it. Made me really happy. So you've done 123 episodes of your podcast now, I think. Yeah. If I'm up That's to what date. all those lashes on your arm stand for. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Creepy. I actually, I, I, I cut my tumor, which they removed recently. <laughs> right. So It's in an aquarium now. <laughs> so tumorly lame. Yes. At 123 episodes. Yeah. Uh, and you guys won the first Earwolf competition. Thank yeah. you. So congrats on that. <laughs> You're Thank welcome. You. Uh, um, which I listened to some of it. Uh, which was the competition. Of the competition. Yeah. Must have been a crazy thing to be involved with. It was. Was it really stressful? Dude. Dude. It seemed like it would be really stressful. We were so stressed out. Yeah. Like, I am not... Well, you know, your podcast is like your thing. It's not yeah. like, I don't know, it's not getting your bread critiqued. and butter. Right. Well, it's definitely <laughs> I mean, not. Speaking for I us, don't, you. We don't have bread and butter. Why but. are you draped in diamonds right now? <laughs> <laughs> podcast <They're> money. All- <laughs> Cubic zirconia. Oh, God. Um, I like no. the idea of giving out bread and butter to your guests when they come in. <laughs> There's just like a little this is our bread and butter. To love yourself bread yes, and butter as we talk. It is. Um, no, it was crazy. It was, I mean, it was, uh, it was an experience for sure. Um, I mean, we're very grateful to have won it. Yeah. And we got to do it. I don't think we would do it again. Yeah. Um, what were the roughest parts? The anxiety, yeah. like of every, cause every week it was, so for your listeners who don't know, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a podcast competition that was a podcast and they had judges come every week and judge your submissions that we created on top of doing our weekly podcast and then basically after the judging you would wait and if you got a phone call you were in the bottom three oh my gosh and then you had to like talk your way out of being in the bottom three and then they would ax someone so i have a new respect for like the act style reality tv shows it's like it's intense and I don't like failing. Yeah. Um, so we didn't. That's what's up. Right? So I chose well, not that's to. That's scary, too. It's like podcasts are pretty personal in general. Like, why are we? Like, it's not like we're doing these for tons of money. <laughs> you know, it's like something you do because you love it. And right. It's fun for you or whatever. So, like, then to have it be part of something where, like, it's constantly being judged and critiqued. Critiqued and picked apart. <sighs> and, Ooh. like, you're hanging by a thread every week. Like, Ugh. every week you get past, and then the next week is like, the next week could be it. Um, yeah. And, and it, kind of fucked with my head with our podcast mm-hmm. because then I would have like, no, you should be more this way. Or, right. Which, you know, our podcast is very similar to yours yeah. in style and it's not helpful to like, if you're second, watching yourself. Yeah, exactly. Because um, then you can't have a real candid conversation if you're like, oh wait, yeah. no, this week I'm going to really showcase this side of my personality. Like, Right, uh, right. Yeah. One person didn't like this, so I don't want to do that again, even though uh, I feel strongly about it. Or even if you don't it. feel strongly, like that's the thing I think about the some of the stuff I heard is like it's kind of like gets in your head of who you are. Yeah, because you know? a podcast is just you, right? You're not. It's not your playing product. a character right. or something. So 
and also the the challenge itself was one thing that was very stressful. The other part of it that was very stressful was the forum activity Ugh. was fucking crazy, and people were so mean, specifically to me. Like I was the one who was targeted out of every single. Like Matt Besser was the host, and it was mm-hmm. me and Matt Besser who got the front Slammed. of it. Yeah, and he, which you guys probably know, doesn't seem to give a shit what yeah. anyone thinks about him. It really, like, it yeah. really got to him, too. Yeah, wow. I don't really care what people think. Yeah, I mean, that's tough, Oof. especially, I mean, being a female in the podcasting arena, too. I mean, most of these trolls online are these sad dudes that dislike to tear people down, especially yeah. women. And, um, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, occasionally we'll get, you know, hate from people or whatever, and, like, We've been pretty fortunate with it mm-hmm. that we don't get a lot, but like a lot of the time, the people that are like bait, they bait you or whatever, they want to get you to respond. You, like on Twitter or whatever, you look and they'll have like three followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the it. other things they've written are all hateful. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. The you thing. just scroll, scroll like, down their timeline and it's just like, it's just at all these people that are famous. Yeah, or, and it's being mean. And it's just being mean. And you just become want, the lashing post for like, they want some kind of attention. Yeah, you know? don't, don't feed the trolls. Right. That's such a good lesson. Which I learned during this. Yeah. But, like, I got some... People told me to kill myself. Oh, my gosh. People, I mean, came at me every which way. It felt violating, yeah. you know. And finally, um, then it was done. And now, now like, it's been nothing but peaches and cream. People right, because fine. people choose to listen. Like, there's yeah. nobody that feels like, why We're not holding I? a gun to right. your head to listen to our silly little... <laughs> Oh. Hangouts. But that's what's I, hilarious about people when they do get really mad and complain or whatever. And you're like, it's it's a free program yeah. that you can either listen to or don't listen to it. Mm-hmm. But good lord, <laughs> I just got I just got an email from someone. We really don't get any hate. Yeah, since we, like since then it's really yeah. gone away, probably for that reason. But we got an email that was like. You guys have gotten, like, I really like your show, but you guys have gotten so L.A. And, like, because I talk a lot about the universe and energy and stuff mm-hmm. now. And, like, you guys have gotten so frou-frou. And it, I guess, well, I know it's free, but I guess you get what you pay for. Like, cut Whoa. down the show in a weird way. And I'm like, what was the purpose of reaching out and telling yeah. you this? Then don't listen. Yeah, then decide not to listen. It's That's just so weird. Bizarre. I mean, we got one thing once that was, like, Oh, I you know really love this interview. Just wish it had been twenty minutes, though. And it was like, then just listen to twenty minutes of it. There's <laughs> an easy solution. Yeah. There you go. No, it's it's weird to put yourself out because like these things are just like us talking to people right. we like, and it's and at its core, it's like a joyful thing to get to talk to people you're interested. It in. is, and then to get cut down in weird ways, it's like. Uh, it yeah, makes... you can't you can't take it in, and then yeah. I mean I know that you guys have and we have amazing supportive right. listeners who like. It's make you want make it, it all worthwhile, yeah, exactly. which is yeah. fantastic. Sometimes, so. like when you start to feel like, why are we doing this? And then you'll get this amazing email yes. from somebody that's just like, oh, I listen to it every day at work or whatever, and it makes things go better. And, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, you're like, oh, that one person yeah. that sent me an email is probably not. I wouldn't even want them to be my friend. So I should not be. We had up. one yeah. kid that was like about to get his Eagle Scout award or something oh, like that. Yeah. Who was like into our show, and like oh, his sister God. asked us to write him a letter, like saying congrats on your Eagle Scout thing, <laughs> and. That and is like, so stuff sweet. like that is uh-huh. just like that's so uh-huh. cool. Oh my like, gosh. I <laughs> worth love that. the price of admission. <laughs> worth the price. Oh I I how did you conceptualize your show initially? Like pre because you were already going pre your yeah. challenge. Yeah, we had like eighty episodes. We didn't conceptualize it and the only thing that we did that I think set us apart was 
Um, well, my husband's a record producer, so we had the equipment. Mm-hmm. I had funny friends from yep. comedy. And so I we listened to um, Mark Marin mm-hmm. and some other shows that do really great interviews. So I was like, I don't want to ask about the career stuff. Yeah. Like, I just want to keep it hang out and light um, and put no work into it other than like the actual it. So that's how the like asking the most important people the least important questions came along because I'm lazy. I think is the answer to that. I didn't want to put any. No, it's work so into nice because it. then everybody. It feels really voyeuristic too because you do feel like oh, you know thanks. you're just in the middle of somebody's conversation and you don't. I don't know. It's so casual and intimate at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's the really one cool thing, thing I've gotten for some of my friends who like listen or stop listening. They're like, it, it just frustrates me because I'm listening and I know you and like I want to like chime in on the conversation, but I can't because I'm listening in my car. And I'm like, <laughs> right. I guess I think that's a good compliment. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, a that's a fun great conversation. Compliment. But like, yeah. I could get where they're coming from. But yeah. Had you and your husband collaborated on stuff before? Or? Everything. Yeah. He and I are like the the crazy maybe you guys are this way <laughs> that we always have these ideas and we go for it i mean yeah. we started so many we have owned like 120 different websites probably <laughs> for different things <gasps> like i started a bakery business we me too what a vegan bakery business <gasps> vanessa i'm not doing it now but like oh, it was called ago, Frost was My it. Cookies. <laughs> cream my it's not cream my cookie not because cookie. that would involve that's a different website. Lactose. Yep. <laughs> um we started a most of our things have failed and crashed and burned. We started a a t shirt business that did really well that it was we had one t shirt that we sold and it was Obama's the new black during <laughs> the Obama campaign. And Right after we started it, um, we lived in a building in Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. Common lived in our building. <gasps> and I gave him a couple of T-shirts because he was an Obama supporter. And like two weeks later, I don't know if this is the connection, but I do know that they're friends. Um, Spike Lee was wearing our Shut T-shirt up in a spread in the New Yorker. Ah! Nice. So we sold a shit ton of T-shirts. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. insane! Um, and then. So that was really the only thing that went well. And then we started <laughs> the podcast. And you had uh, Pogs and Pager Chains. That didn't yes. <laughs> um, But yeah, we collaborate on that. And I like help. He's he's a very creative. He musically, I think he's a genius. Yeah. Um, but I do all of the like admin stuff for his mm-hmm. business because... He's not a genius at that part. Everybody has to give. Oh my take. god! Oh my god! He's so bad at it. So, bad. so you do have like some like sound effects and music and stuff that plays in your show sometimes. Like how do you how do you well, you do that live, right? Yeah. So do you just have some a laptop set up and buttons I, being pressed? I have this. Well, Cole, when you come on, you'll see. Okay. I have this Skrillex type pad ah. that like lights up. Oh, and I my have gosh. little pad buttons that I push for each sound effect. Do you know what they all are? Is yeah. it kind of like, well, we'll see what happens? No, <laughs> I have like labels. Nice. I'm, yeah. That's exciting. I just saw somebody um, in a comedy show. It was great. The Imaginary Radio Show. They they mix like he... I don't know what it's called, but where you're in the <gasps> that one was on? Was it on This American Life? I don't know. Okay, go ahead. But it's like the, a guy and a girl, and um, they're like creating these songs in front of you, basically. But like he makes his own sample, and then, you know, you have the little pedal that keeps it going. And then oh, you keep yeah. adding layers. Like, what's that called? I want that. 
Yeah, it's really cool. And then the unsica stays. Yes, I've seen like looping yourself. It's pretty exciting. The unsica stays. Do you guys know Becky Drysdale? Rebecca Drysdale. No, that name. She writes for Key and Peele. Oh wow! And. She was like one of the biggest influences for me getting into comedy. She's this incredible com- comedian, I guess, performer, writer. Um, but she did a one-woman show like eight years ago that I saw that would convince me that I should do my one-woman show. And she, one of her things was doing that, and it was <gasps> like oh. the most groundbreaking. That is so awesome. The other thing that she did was she did a scene where she took a shower and she was completely naked. <gasps> and it wasn't it was pre girls people. Pre girls. <laughs> it wasn't she's not like got she and has she a like womanly body. She doesn't have like this perfect model body. Right. She made it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen and I wasn't laughing at her or at her nudity. Yeah. The nudity was like a secondary thing. I was laughing because she was doing these little things in the shower that we all do that like we would die if anyone ever saw that us. is insane. That's amazing. It was it was incredible. Yeah. So. And then you had a really successful one woman show. I did. Go girl. Thanks. And now are you focused more on writing? Is that indeed? True? Yeah. Yeah. Was there something that changed Whole you to hog. that focus? Um, my second one woman show didn't get a run and instead of being like oh work on it and put it back i was just like ah fuck it <laughs> that's that's the true that's answer yeah, to that i'm selling t-shirts out my ass at that point so right. i just switched streams don't you know who i am i'm big in japan <laughs> well let's uh let's do firsts we're at that point in the mm-hmm. podcast uh you're a big documentary fan so uh this is around that what was the first documentary you can remember being really into or affected by Ooh, fuck. What a doozy. That's my answer. It was, ooh, fuck. Ooh, fuck. Oh, that's a great um, one. <laughs> no, let's see. Oh, God, I can't get the staircase out of my head, but that's definitely not. Oh, you know what the first probably was? Was the first, uh, is it Devil's Playground? Wait, what was the, the West Memphis 3, the first? Oh, Paradise Paradise Lost. Lost. That really affected me. I mean, that stayed with me. Yeah. And then, so I kind of just got into documentaries somewhat recently, I would say in the last like seven years. The Staircase is a seven-parter. Oh, my parents just watched that. I haven't seen it. And it it's the first, I mean, we got the, we got like Netflix for yeah. the first four and we couldn't wait the day to get the second oh three. Oh my gosh. So we like bought it. <laughs> that doesn't... <laughs> Punchline is a lot less climatic. So we like bought so it. We, we wanted something so bad. So that we, we wait for it. We Best purchased Buy. it with funds. Twenty five dollars because we are crazy oh as shit. Um, incredible. That yeah. is an incredible series. Everyone should watch it. Done. I like true crime Deal. stuff. Yeah, it's scary. How about you, V? Um, I really like documentaries, and there are a bunch of scary ones that I remember watching and getting like affected by in sort of a negative way, like obsessed with like wanting to find out about whatever the incident was, and um, like the Jim Jones one really got me. A bunch, a bunch of those, like mastermind, like 
Anything with a, a person that like manipulates groups of people, I get really oh, yeah. into. But the one that I remember like really affecting me in a way of like the what what I wanted to make or the way I thought about things was the in the realms of the unreal. That Henry Darger one. Did you guys see that? Um, it's great. I'm big fan of Henry Darger's art, but it was he was this kooky man that was like a hermit and um, had created all like he was a janitor and. In his apartment, basically, they found this whole world that he'd created of, like, cutting out from phone books and all these things and gathering pictures. And he'd written these, like, epic, creepy stories. Um, I have a book over there. I'll pull it out because the pictures are so weird. But it was the most fascinating thing of, like, a person that just was, like, so strange but driven to create these things for no... Mm -hmm. Kind of just like a psychotic person but with... Like, the things he made were really beautiful. And it was just, like, his apartment was full and, like, he was a total mystery to people like he was just this janitor but it's kind of like the pictures are like a little off yeah everything is off um and like little like it's focuses a lot of on young girls but apparently he wasn't like a predator in any way just this random thing but that was one that got like his art i've always loved and then finding out the story behind him i got really obsessed with like reading about it he has these girls called the vivian girls and he wrote like an epic like something like thousands of pages of books about the the adventures of the Vivian girls. And it's just like, wow, that's an authentically strange person. You know, that person Mm -hmm. is not strange in the art scene or strange to be strange. That's like an authentically bizarre person. And I was real. And the documentary is beautiful because they use a lot of like his art techniques to transition. And it's like kind of like fantasy, fantasy feeling. It's really cool. Mm, Interesting. How about you? I don't know if this counts as a documentary, but the first thing that popped in my mind was red asphalt. Which they show what you in school. It's uh, it's to scare the <gasps> shit out of you before you start driving a car. Oh, that's right. I remember. They show that. it to you in driver's ed. Um, it's like this thing where they show you like people in car crashes. Like, crashes. <gasps> they show you like actual footage from car crashes where there's like they're scraping brains off the highway. Oh my gosh. Like it's really graphic. It's to show you that like this is a dangerous machine that you're driving Woof. and you need to be careful and not treat it lightly. It's a privilege, not a right. Like you know, it's that whole thing. But they, it's like a scared straight video in the mm-hmm. sense that they're trying to show you like all this terrible stuff happened and this guy was driving too fast around this curb and oh there he is all over the highway. Like, you know, that kind Yuck. of stuff. Um, I didn't have to watch that. So there's that. Uh, on a positive note, mm-hmm. for me, like the one actual documentary that I paid to see that I love, 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 and I've seen a billion times is Trekkies. Because mm, okay. it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. The people yeah. are so hilarious in their eccentricities in this. And, like, it's not mocking them. It's, like, it's a, it's, it's yeah, it's celebrating the fandom of yeah. it. But these are people that take it really far. Well, mm-hmm. and that's why it's successful, too, because it isn't just, like, the, your average person. It's, like, this is a bizarre little culture right under the thing, you know? And yeah. it's funny when people have, like, regular jobs. And oh, then yeah. at night they become this yeah. thing. It's like, like, oh. My allergy nurse, <laughs> I just talked about this on our podcast, but she, she looks like Mrs. Poole from uh, that sitcom, the 80s sitcom. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mrs. Poole. That sounds very familiar. Whatever. She's, Pretty? She is like or what is Mrs. plump and, and jolly. Okay, got her. Um, and she, <laughs> like... A couple months ago when I was there getting my allergy shots, and I've been going there for years, and she wears, like, little animal print um, scrubs. Mm -hmm. She was looking online at... She had just bought this medieval corset at, like, some... Changes everything. What's that? Some conference she went to. And I'm like, oh... You're oh, that really? person. You, you jack your boobies up and really? eat meat off a stick. And, yeah. 
and you spend thousands of your nurse dollars on corsets. Wow. I see. I get you now, Mrs. Pooh. Yeah. You got yeah, a yeah. vibrant uh, life under the covers there. Indeed. All right, let's do, do my yours? questions. Uh, we're going to play a game. Yay. Yay. I have to pee. Okay. Vanessa's going to pee. While she pees, I'll explain what the game is. So she does this, like, around this point every podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it, funny. Most, not all of them, just most of them. And sometimes she just backs out in the middle of a conversation that she has no interest in. <laughs> so sports, right? No. All right. Uh, the game is Who Played Me? I'm going to give you a list of ten real people and the year the big screen movie about them came out, and you need to tell me who played them. For example, if I said Ray Charles, 2004... The answer would be Jamie Foxx in the movie Ray. Oh, okay. <laughs> if that one this was trouble gonna, for you, this is going to go very well. We're in trouble. I literally was thinking Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, and these these vary in uh, in hardness. So here we go. Uh, number one, Jim Carroll, 1995. Oh. Uh... Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yes, I would normally be here to give you clues. V. What? You're in clue duty. Okay, great. Uh, number one, Jim Carroll, 1995. And she's uh, she thinks it's Jim Carrey, which is not. <laughs> oh, no. You, uh, you voiced something about this person. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. In the basketball diaries. <laughs> I'm going to be terrible at this. Right, we'll see no, I'm really good at clues. This is exciting. Okay. Uh, number two, Chuck Barris, two thousand two, and he was the host of the Gong Show, and he was crazy and thought he was also a CIA operative or whatever. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Vince Vaughn. Okay, between a blank and a hard place. Rock. Okay, the Rock. First word or first syllable of his <laughs> last name, and then you get water from a bucket. Well, yep. Well, rock. Flip it. Rockwell. Norman. <laughs> Samuel. First, first, yeah, you got it. Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell and Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. <laughs> oh, this is fun. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try now. Number three, Nancy Spungen, 1986. Or Sid Vicious, I'm also in that film. I live in a. Where does Spider live? Web. Uh huh. Oh, I've got a horrible. Oh, no, that's not that. Um. I love Savinia? how you didn't even give me a chance to yeah. guess. Oh, do, do you know it? <laughs> no. Oh. Chloe. Yeah. Chloe Webb. Yeah. Chloe Webb and Sid and Nancy. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> uh, well, she's pretty much known for that role. Uh, she's on other things too. Uh, J.M. Barry. You've got this one. 2004. J.M. Barry. He's a famous author. Oh, okay. He wrote Peter Pan. He did write Peter Pan. Oh, uh, Johnny Depp. Woo! Shiny Depp, Finding Neverland. She's on the board. Hey. Uh, number five, Christopher McCandless, 2007. It's based on a book. 2007. Uh, it's a kind of chocolate bar. What's a big brand um, of chocolate bars? Hershey. Yeah. So now take off the second syllable. Her. Sh. Hersh. That's his last name. Oh. First name oh. is like uh, Emily for a boy. <laughs> I was just telling you. Emile Hirsch. Yeah. Emile Hirsch and Into the Wild. Oh. That's my best clue ever. Sorry. Yes, I should have Oh, know God. That. I don't All even right. know how Number to say All Number six. This. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, 1984. Who played Mozart? 
Good question. In 84. Um, In a multi-Academy Award winning film. I don't know this, how to say uh, the last uh, name. You don't, really? Well, I don't know if it's a shirk. It's... Oh. Uh, I can't think of who's played Mozart. Hamels. <laughs> <laughs> like a horrible Tom Hulse Tom Hulse and Amadeus Tom Hulse that was Tom Hulse hope you guys are playing along at home it's only gonna get better I'm just making our listeners feel super smart there you go yeah it's fun uh, number seven the Marquis de Sade in 2000 you know this oh um I'm gonna hurry I'm in a rush mm-hmm. that's the second Jeffrey name. yes Jeffrey Boom. Rush in the Owned movie it. Quills that was a great movie uh, number eight. Good luck with this. F. W. Murnau, two thousand. Sometimes it's hard being Gail Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> Murnau directed Nosferatu as a silent film director in um, the early nineteen. I'm a big guy. I was in a movie called Being My Name. Oh, John Malkovich. Yeah, John Malkovich and Shadow of the Vampire. Yes. Number nine. Iris Murdoch, two thousand one. Helen Mirren. Close. You're in the right She's neighborhood. She's a dame. Oh, dame. <laughs> De- Judy Dench. Yes. <laughs> Judy and, Dench. Uh, the, the younger version of her in that movie was played by Kate Winslet. So you oh, could have gone either. Of course. All right, and here's the one oh, that's going to be tough. Uh, Bob Dylan, 2007. There are six actors in this one movie. Okay. That played him. Oh, right. I didn't see this. Batman. Uh, Kurt Russell. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, pretty Woman. Go. Oh, Richard Gere. Yep, that one is down. One. Um, the Queen. She's beautiful. She's from Australia. Oh, Tilda Swinton. Close. No. Other one. Uh, <laughs> she was in Hannah recently, and she is so pretty. She played Catherine Hepburn. And in she, the movie. yeah, she played Catherine Hepburn. And she's a queen. Wait, I'm no, she was in the movie The Queen. Oh, didn't see that. Uh Let's see. Australian. Yeah. Oh, uh, Nicole Kidman. Naomi. Huh? <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Yep. Kate Blanchett. Um, this guy passed away, but he was so handsome. He was in The Patriot. Wow. He was wow. in Ten- Heath Ledger. Oh, yep. Yep. Uh, there is a person named Marcus Carl Franklin. Yep. Yes. That's him. He is one of them. And also Batman. Current Batman. Oh. Uh, he was a newsie. Uh, wasn't he? He was a newsie. Yeah. He's so handsome. He was a machinist. Oh, he was uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. yeah. And the other one you want to get is Ben Wishaw. There Wishaw. we go. You guys, that was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really hard game. My game is not as hard. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? I haven't. Me either. Um, okay. Would you rather have a? Tw- you would be on basically a twenty-four hour podcast of your life, like Truman Show style. Like mm-hmm. someone can tune in all the time if they want to, right. and it's every aspect of your life. But you still get to live your life as is. Like you can go about all your tasks and everything, but people will hear you pee and poop and out- everything. Okay. Everything, or forever live in anonymity. Like, you couldn't pursue anything that could ever give you a name. Forever live in anonymity. <laughs> <laughs> anonymity. Anonymity. I agree. <laughs> that would be very horrible. Yeah. Ugh, imagine the trolls on those message boards. I was into it until you said poo. Yeah, I know. I had to bring that up because I think it could sound like, oh, no big deal. But then you. But it's an audio it. podcast, not video. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, at least there's that. Yeah, no one sees you. They Didn't just see that. But they can Didn't hear you make love or not make love. All of the oh, and when I make love, but it's if, like, thank you. <laughs> thank bravo. you. But being an audio podcast, couldn't you just like turn on a song and no, put like, in front of that while no, you're doing your business? No, you can't fuck with the question oh like that. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I'm sorry. I'm just imagining a character that when she she came, she goes, <laughs> thank you. Or just a thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> just totally silent. And then it's like. Thank you. <laughs> the most uptight woman. <laughs> good day. Hello. I said good day. Okay. Question next. Okay. You were having a sleepover with Oprah at her place. What's on the agenda? What videos do you bring and what is your hostess gift? Okay. True Beverly Hills. Fried green tomatoes. Great choices. Hostess gift is... Uh, I mean, this is Oprah. The woman who has everything. Some sort of homemade jam. Felt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> You're going on the right. I've got a jam allergy. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my house. Oh, I mean, treats for her dog, of like course. homemade treats. Homemade dog treats. Everything's homemade because you don't want to buy something. You can't. Um, on the agenda, we're wearing matching like flannel, oh, yeah. button-down top, bottom pajamas. Mm-hmm. We are in her, in her yeah, like big bed. Oh, bed. Oh, I guess it's a sleepover. I was thinking like plush couch. Oh yeah. Um, there's so much good food because you know she eats well. Stedman's in and out, just checking on you guys. Stedman does a quick pop in at the beginning, <laughs> but he knows that this is special. Have fun, you do. Yeah. Um, I want to say there's some sort of fun, like, putting goop on her face. Oh, yeah. And then taking it off. She would have the best stuff, too. The best goop. She would be like, oh, I've got something I've been wanting to try. And I think that there would be a moment in time where I'm like, oh, I'm cold. And she's like, let me go get you some socks. And then we go into her room, and she's like, I don't want so much of the oh, stuff Oh, my I gosh. Have. I've had that fantasy. Will you please unload it? Yeah. <laughs> Take it. And I'm like, Okay. And like you, you can say you like anything. the whole thing and then cut it together like a montage with like a fun song over it with you and Oprah doing all these fun things uh, together. Oh and then you have it for your I whole life. I got a feeling I'm into something good. Well, there's a pillow fight if we're having oh. a song. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, and she wraps you up in a cashmere blanket and she's like, oh, I don't even know where I got this. And like... Hot chocolate just appears, but it's just, it's not, it's just like liquid chocolate. It's not, it's not actual. But you have to be sitting in a chair and then it appears under your chair. Like, that's her thing. It does. (laughs) Look Look under under your your chair. (laughs) No, thank you guys. And then you'd have a wonderful breakfast. Can you imagine on the patio? I'm thinking, I mean, I don't want to impose my dream, but like something just like there's like the perfect little cup of coffee. I don't even know if I'd want to do it. I'd be so sad after. That you that it was over. Yeah, I feel like if you had a really good sleepover, with Oprah, you're in. <laughs> yeah. We can never speak again. <laughs> That's true. That's true. If I'm sleeping over, we're good buds. Yeah, you'd break okay. down once. Maybe she'd break down once. Oh my god, for sure. Yeah, relatable. Oh my god. Read Oprah's diary. <gasps> Gotta go. I'm on. Gotta go. I'm on. Sarah, this is for you. 
Okay. Um, I hear you're writing a Golden Girls feature film that breaks boundaries <laughs> and is sort of in the vein of girls. I'd love to hear about it. Well, I wrote it. Mm-hmm. It's a spec. It's not a feature film. Okay. But maybe it should be. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, I actually wrote two of them. The first one was Dorothy Might Be a Dude, and the second one was... Dorothy finally fucks Blanche while Rose watches. <laughs> and my my management thought maybe that's a step too far. So I mm. married them both. It's still titled Dorothy Might Be a Dude, but it's uh, <laughs> it's a fun look at uh, it's, it's a look at my favorite TV show from the viewpoint of my disturbed brain. That's a great I mean, that's great because it would just be real, you know. Yes. Yeah, like just course. real. Who would you have cover? Thank you for being a friend. I mean, it's a modern thing. Oh, you got to get yeah. some cool act to do it. Well, Meg Myers would do it. Oh, great! This yeah. ties in with your whole life. It ties in everything. Oh my gosh, you're good at getting people on board. You're like, <laughs> I've already got a team in place. Actually, it's, it's taken care of. <laughs> this is your last question. Oh god! But it's actually sort of two. I'm gonna be sad because I wanted to give more to you because oh, I feel like I can get gross with These you. Are, and you're not gonna okay judge me. Um, okay. By the way, I read these and I showed them to my wife and I went like, Vanessa's disturbed. <laughs> and she went, yep. Oh, I can't wait. So here you go. You've angered a wizard and he's letting you choose between two different I literally sets. was like, I have? <laughs> like, what did oh, okay. I do? It was that this guy I cut off, wasn't it? Um, he went to the wizard's website and just wrote hate, hate at him. <laughs> he found your IP address. Cool. You should commit suicide, wizard. <laughs> I'll show you. Would you rather never be allowed to flush a poop? Ever again, which means that when you leave a stall, if you have pooped, everyone knows. I mean, your poop, like people, other people can flush your poop, but you cannot rig a thing where you can have a friend come and flush your poop. You just have to deal with it. I like the idea of rigging a thing like at the the gate in the Goonies with like a bowling ball going down a track and a guy popping over. It's a Rube Goldberg machine to flush. (laughs) To flush a toilet. Um, Or wet your pants twice a year. Wet my pants twice a year. Yeah. I almost did it in the movie last night. I've wet my pants all. You know, arc light. You're not really. It's <laughs> frowned upon for you to get up in the middle of the movie and go to the bathroom. They don't. They do not frown upon you pissing yourself. <laughs> they encourage. That. And you have to it's find a guy. You have to find a guy in a maroon vest to take you. Yeah. This is terrible. I what just, were you watching? The Moonrise oh Moonrise yeah. Kingdom. But I ended up getting. I literally leaned over to Andy, my husband, and I go, "Fuck it." <laughs> 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 I gotta do this. Um, yeah, I would piss. I'm, I'm. My mom was a Southern Belle. I'm not into poop. Yeah, I don't like to admit. No, I would hate for someone happens. to see my poop. Yeah, like, no. to me, that's like a horrible. That idea. would be a daily humiliation. Yeah, I would never leave. Ugh. It'd be horrible. Okay, great. <clears throat> um, now this is the second question because you're gonna have to live with two of these things. So you okay. picked one. Oh boy. Would you rather have cocker spi- spaniel ears for vagina lips? Yep. Or a flaccid tongue for a belly button. I'm going to say flaccid tongue for belly button. Really? Because I, I take so much pride in my awesome pussy. <laughs> uh, put that on a t-shirt immediately. <laughs> bumper sticker. That'd be a great bumper sticker, right? That's a pretty would. great t-shirt. Actually, I'm just like, what? Or even a button up. Yeah, a button up. Wow. I would go with Cocker Spaniel ears. Because you could at least... I mean, my husband Walking is around. recoiling right now. <laughs> Walking around, though, like... I mean, that's got to get... 
I don't imagine them it's hanging gonna be down. Painful. You tuck them in. I imagine them being horizontally sewn. Does that make sense? No. What? No. So not at all. like, okay. This is your vagina. Your phone. Okay. This is your regular vagina. Okay. This is like what you guys are imagining for cockroaches. Yes. Yes, that's exactly. I'm imagining them like this. They're horizontal. Okay. <laughs> so that makes my choice. I hope that right. cleared it up for you guys listening <laughs> right now. Can you imagine having a tongue for a belly button? Oh my gosh, it's horrible. That's yeah. disgusting. It would make it would my my husband who has like he has like belly button sensitivity like Cole John I don't know if, if you, you guys touch have it this, it makes the zing happen like no like a- if I look at it too hard it hurts him I'm not allowed to touch it like <laughs> if <laughs> you Boys? put putting something like putting a finger in that is like like hacking off part of his body because he's like nerve ending it's like there's two rules around here one don't touch my belly button two have fun that's it that is his motto um yeah so it would be terrible for him if i had a tongue right at my belly button because we frequently just smash bellies (laughs) (laughs) anyway most intimate thing two people can do yeah, I would actually much like that would feel a lot rapier, I think, than rape. If somebody was like, "You're gonna lay here and I'm gonna smush my belly button on yours." You've never been raped, have you? Just a few times <laughs> by friends. I can imagine that that is definitely. Okay, rapier. I don't think it's worse than rape. <laughs> you know, take that back. I just mean it's eerily intimate. It is totally and eerily. strangely intimate because you feel like somebody's been fixating on something. I've been just a natural urge. It's like I've been picturing our belly buttons together. Yeah, it's like, creepy. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, for on that the note. three people who are still <laughs> tuned in at this point. Is this the worst? <laughs> Is this the worst? I enjoyed it. I don't know how to judge great. other people's enjoyment. I mean, there were a few intensive things I said. I apologize. Um, I had a great time, you guys. I had a great time, too. You're so lovely. Oh you're gosh. lovely. And your rings are gorgeous. Thank you. What's going on? You got Kate Middleton's ring on the other hand. I know. Okay. <laughs> So people <laughs> should uh, totally check out Totally Lame. You can go to totallylame.com. Pod, I think Pod, it's totally, I think, um, no, it is. It's Totally yeah. Lame Podcast. It's also on Earwolf and uh, iTunes and all those But you should go things. to the website for nothing else than to see the blingies you do. Oh, yes. Yeah. Check out the pics. Pretty amazing. You can Thank check you. out the unauthorized VHS documentary, Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> Hanging with Leo, which you narrate on eBay from time to time. So go there and <laughs> try to lucky. pick up a copy. <laughs> Gotta really have an eagle eye for that. Uh, also, you can find... Follow uh, Elizabeth on the Twitter. Yes, please come follow. Yep, it's just at Elizabeth. Totally. It's at Totally, at totally Lame. Lame. That's right. L-A-I-N-E. Lame. So follow yes. her there. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Rodney. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. Woo! Woo! Thank you. Oh, thank you. Bravo. Oh, thank you. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.